Hello and welcome to the Conscious Entrepreneurs Podcast, a series of inspiring interviews with spiritual leaders and entrepreneurs who have successfully turned their passion into their own business and who are dedicated to living their best possible life while making this world a better place through their work, offerings, and authentic presence. I'm your host, Anna Frolic. I am an intuitive guide and mentor for purpose-driven business owners who are ready to break free from their self-imposed limitations so they can confidently step into their true calling, make more money working less, and embrace the life their soul is craving. I'm so excited you're here with us, and I can't wait to introduce you to today's guest. For more information about this and past episodes, please visit www.anafrolic.com. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Conscious Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Frolic, and I'm here today with Brittany West. Brittany is a mindset coach and money block healer for women in business who want to make a shit ton of money doing what they love without self-sabotaging. She helps her clients get out of their own way so they can live a life that's even better than their vision boards. Brittany has a bachelor's degree in psychology, a master's degree in public health, and is certified as an energy editing professional. Her work has been featured in the Huffington Post, Bustle, the Adventure Knox podcast, and on the Life Coach Radio Network. And I'm so excited to be here with you today, Brittany. Thank you so much for deciding to join me today in my podcast. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) So I'm just pulling up my questions here and... So the first thing I wanted to ask you is if you could just share a little bit about your journey as a coach, um, how you got started. And I know that initially um, you were a health coach and then transitioned to mindset coaching. And so what inspired you to make that switch? And yeah, how did you get started on your journey? Oh, I love this question. It's always a little bit Mm -hmm. challenging to answer as well, because there's always so many layers to any reason why we do what we do. Um, I originally was interested in coaching from the time I was getting my master's, actually. Um, So I've always been interested in human behavior, the way people do things, um, which is why I got my bachelor's in psychology. Um, But I originally was pre-med. And I was really into like, um, you know, helping people to live a healthier, better life. Um, But I would say about three years into my undergraduate, I realized that uh, being a doctor wasn't really, really what I wanted. Um, I wanted to help people, but um, I wasn't really sure what that looked like. Um, And I think it was actually in a course I was taking about careers that I even learned about coaching. And from that moment, I was just like, wow, like, I actually think I could see myself doing this. Um, But I got into health coaching because that was, I was in the health field and health and wellness field already. And I just saw what I envisioned was, you know, helping people prevent from even having to get to the point where they have diabetes or 
to the point where they have, um, you know, cancer and all these problems. I wanted to kind of get them before they got to that point, but actually always working from a mindset perspective. So even though I was a health coach and actually worked for a corporate company, that's how I was coaching people. Um, my frame of reference has always been on behavior change and motivation and why you're wanting to change and um, that kind of thing. So going from being a health coach in the corporate world to being a mindset coach in the entrepreneurial world actually isn't such a crazy transition as it might sound because it's really doing the same thing. Um, I went from helping people to uncovering like what is their motivation to quit smoking or lose weight to helping entrepreneurs like um, uncover their motivation towards why they want to hit their next income level or why is it that like what is their version of success and why do they really want that and what does that mean for them so I'm basically asking a lot of the same questions um, just in a different perspective. Okay. All right. Sorry, everybody. I have a puppy here who sometimes likes to bark at strangers and we just had someone out there. So, um, yeah, I don't know exactly what was the last thing you said, but so, yeah, basically you said the transition was more like just doing your own thing, like not working in corporate anymore. Um, but a lot of what you're doing is still kind of the same thing based on mindset so yeah, one question I had for you was specifically about that transition. Um, was there like a specific experience that inspired you or was there like an aha moment or like a breakthrough moment where you realized that it was time for you to leave your corporate job and start your own business and, and just go do your own thing? What was that like for you? Oh my gosh, absolutely. <laughs> there was probably a couple of things that, that led me to do that. I will say though, it took me um, probably a little bit over a year to actually even consider it as a serious option because unlike a lot of entrepreneurs, I didn't grow up thinking I'm going to own my own business someday. It was never even something I considered. And I remember the moment it kind of popped into my brain. I was following a couple other coaches um, like Mastin Kip. I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, mm -hmm. Mastin Kip. And then he kind of introduced me through his work to Marie Forleo. I had never heard of her before. Um, and so I didn't really know about this industry. I didn't know that coaching was such um, a big, you know, I didn't really, I didn't know that it was something that people did as their own business. Um, you know, and so it was quite profound for me just to be exposed to that. And then it kind of, I guess, planted a seed in my brain that actually this is an option, like this is possible, but it didn't feel possible for me. <laughs> I felt like those people were too, you know, far ahead and I couldn't actually see myself in them. Um, but I think the, the moment where I actually saw it as an option was um, about a year later after following these two people, an ad came across my Facebook feed and it was talking about how you could make money as a coach and as a life coach. And um, it basically, all the objections and all the fears I had around running my own business were like, I know how to coach, but I don't know anything about running a business. I don't know about sales. I don't know about, you know, just cause you know, all the things that you, all the hats that you have to wear as an, a business owner. I didn't think I could do it. Cause I was like, I don't have any business training. And so this course, the first thing that I ever invested in that wasn't like purely academic, um, it was basically 
promising to kind of give you a foundation in all those areas, all the things that you needed to succeed as a coach. And it was this, it was, I mean, I've made way bigger investments since then, but that first investment, I'll always remember it because it was something like I kept coming back to it. I would be at work and I would go to that sales page website and just be like, Oh my gosh, can I do this? Can I do this? And I just could not get it out of my head. I remember talking to the guy I was dating at the time and he had an MBA and he was like, this is not, this is a scam. Like, I don't know if this is going to work and you don't need to do that. Like, don't invest in that. It's not going to work. Um, and so I had him in my ear and then I had my intuition just like screaming at me, do this, do this. Um, and I did it. I remember hitting the button and just, even just in that moment, I felt like this huge shift in who I was. And I was like, okay, like I actually can do this. You know, like I just spent all my savings. Like I'm going to do this. You know, this is real life. Um, and yeah, like, I think that was just, it's almost like I just needed these seeds planted. And over time, my brain came along for the ride too. It was like, okay, like we're going to do this. Um, but I think my intuition knew a lot earlier that this was something I was mm. probably meant to do, even though it was really scary and nothing like I anticipated I would be doing. So, mm, yeah, this is so beautiful. And yeah, I think it's always a really good sign when, when there's something that just keeps coming up for you again and again, and you just know, like you have this deep inner knowing and you just can't let it go. It's like totally magnetizing you. That's yeah. And feels like you got a lot of signs too. And, uh, pretty interesting how <laughs> sometimes other people in our lives reflect our own maybe subconscious doubts, but at the same time challenges to really make up our mind and take that step. And yeah, so it's a really beautiful story. Okay. One thing um, that I wanted to ask you about is, and yeah, I see you talking about this a lot and you mentioned it today as well you have a really unique way of doing things in your business and everything you do. And I've always found your posts very encouraging. Um, we're just inviting everybody to follow their own truth and showing ways to do things differently in business. Like you don't have to do everything the way everybody else is doing or kind of follow somebody else's model or um, which has kind of been a, an important realization for myself as well in my journey. Um, but I also know it can be very scary sometimes to really embrace that and, and step into doing things your own way. So I wanted to ask you, do you have any, any tips um, for like somebody who um, may feel like what they're doing, maybe following somebody else's model or kind of trying to do things in a certain way and feeling it just, it's not working and they know um, it's time to really embrace their own genius and do things their own way. Um, what are some tips you have about breaking through those fears? And yeah, just going to let you talk. So I think the main thing that this is not really necessarily like a mindset tip, but in a way it is. One thing that really helps me is remembering that business is actually simple and we make it and with our minds, we make it a lot more complicated than it has to be. And that's something I'm constantly having to come back to is, am I making this more complicated? Why am I making this more complicated? Does it make me feel um, safer if it's complicated and, and scary? 
And I think it's in those moments when we want to make it hard or we're afraid of trusting our own judgment that we look towards someone else and think they have the answer. Like they have the magic pill. Um, you know, they found success in this specific way. So maybe I'll just do what they're doing because that feels safe. Um, and at least there's like a direction there and, you know, being an entrepreneur, being someone who owns their own business, we don't, we know as leaders, it's not like we have a path laid out for us necessarily. And I think sometimes that old mindset of wanting that kind of comes in because it's kind of like a load off your mind. Well, I'll just follow this, this path. Um, unfortunately, as you know, a lot of people have experienced myself included when I just try to follow someone else's, um, exact, you know, cookie cutter strategy, it doesn't infuse me into it. And then I wonder why it doesn't work. And then I'm like, Oh yeah, this is why it's not working because I'm not being myself. And, you know, really at the core of everything we're doing, it's about connecting with people and relating to them. And that's what makes them want to work with you. I think we can kind of disempower ourselves because we think, Oh, this program or this thing, this is going to be the thing that like, <laughs> that makes, um, makes me successful or makes people want to work with me. But actually at the heart of it, you're the reason why people want to work with you. Um, you know, people aren't just buying your product. They're buying you, especially as coaches and people who are um, like really working with people in a, like a one-on-one -on -one way. Um, you know, people, we could be talking about the same exact things someone else is talking about. Like, maybe the, like there's tons of people talking about mindset and self-love and healing and everything else. But the way that you speak about it, that is going to, maybe it's your story. Maybe it's just the way you giggle every so often, or just your way of relating. Maybe that's the thing that makes them want to work with you. Um, and it might be the thing that you actually see as an imperfection, right? Like maybe you look at that and you're mm -hmm. like, Oh, that's so embarrassing that I do that. And they're like, Oh my God, that's so cute. I love it. Um, like for example, I used to be really self-conscious of my accent coming from the South and I thought oh, people are going to think I'm stupid or they're going to hate that. And actually a lot of people seem to like it. So, you know, that's, you know, I could try to change that and, and get rid of my accent, although that'd be pretty challenging. Um, and not try to try to say, not to say y'all and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, it's who you are that really magnetizes people. And so a lot of it is just knowing that it doesn't have to be so perfect. I think also realizing that it can be a lot simpler than we're making it. Um, and knowing that no one is a magic pill and honestly just mm -hmm. kind of get rid of that mindset that anything is going to save you or anything is going to, um, you know, fix, fix you because there's nothing out there that needs to be fixed, you know? And I think once you really realize that you stop looking for everything out there, trying to solve your problem, you just, you look for ways to shift and ways to grow as a person, of course, but you're not coming at it from that mentality of this is going to be the thing that makes me successful. You think actually I'm already the person that makes me successful and this is just going to help me grow. I'm going to bring my awesomeness into this strategy. I'm going to bring my awesomeness into this new approach. And that's the reason why it's going to work because I choose to make it work in this way. Um, so I think it's just that mentality really behind why you're doing it. Mm. Yeah, this is really beautiful, and I can totally relate in so many ways. Um, there was definitely a time in my business when I was kind of, you know, looking at everybody else and what they were doing, and um, even though to a certain degree I was able to make things work, and it was kind of a part of my learning 
journey and experience as well. Um, eventually, I became so disconnected from myself and my purpose. I totally lost the passion for my business. That happened about half a year ago. That's when I really realized, okay, I've I've reached all my like big financial goals for now, like you know, the big breakthroughs that I had been working towards. And then all of a sudden, okay, now it's not about the money anymore. And it's really about, yeah, my purpose and, and really finding that. And it's like, okay, in this moment, I'm like so disconnected from myself because I was just following everybody else or kind of um, seeing aspects of myself in those people for sure, but not really embodying myself as a whole. So I think this is really important. And yeah, you mentioned self-love, like what can really happen when we learn to love ourselves and especially the things that, (laughs) that we think are so embarrassing. Definitely been there as well. But then, yeah, it's exactly what you said. Like it's, these are the things that people really love. And like one thing I hear a lot is when people say they just love that I'm so open about my, story and I share my my failures as well or my insecurities and and people really resonate with that a lot more than with perfection okay Mm -hmm. this leads me to my next question as well so you do talk a lot about the importance of self-love in your marketing and in your work and I wanted to ask you why is this message so important to you and what do you see happening in your clients lives or also in your own life when they truly learn to love who they are instead of judging themselves? Um, What are some of the typical breakthroughs that happen? um, Yeah. For your clients or for yourself as well. This is unexpected, but I feel like a little bit emotional right now. (laughs) So um, I want, I do want to talk about what you just asked me to talk about, but I just want to say, um, first and foremost, um, self-love for me has been incredible because I have depression and self-love is kind of what saves me, you know, and it's what keeps Mm -hmm. me going. And I feel like it's kind of in a way, like that's how I've turned my depression into a gift is realizing that, um, you know, self-love is, is always the answer. It's the, it's the medicine. It's the way out is remembering that it's okay not to be perfect. It's okay not to have it all together. And just, and one of the things that I say a lot in my community is like, you woke up worthy, like you Mm -hmm. wake up worthy. There's nothing that you have to do. There's nothing that you have to say. There's nothing that you necessarily have to be. That's just who you are. Like you just by waking up and being who you are, you're enough. And, um, it's something, um, that, a lot of my clients like actually have like a course that people go through and and stuff like that to kind of help them through this journey and kind of get them started. Um, and a lot of people talk about self-love and we think about it like on a, like, yeah, yeah, of course you gotta love yourself. You know, you gotta accept yourself, but you know, there's a lot of things I think people don't allow themselves to face within themselves. And there's a lot of things that they don't want to see, um, because they don't, think it's lovable or they don't think it's enough. And so they kind of want to push it under the rug and not, not look at it. And the work that I do with my clients is, is really deep work, you know, and 
the, the transformations I've seen have been so incredible. Like I've seen clients leave relationships where they, um, they didn't even see that as a possibility before. They're like, I can't leave this person. I'm not strong enough. Um, who am I without this person? And, you know, now, you know, she's out there living like a much better, more aligned life for herself. She was feeling so stuck in that relationship. And that was so, so empowering just to watch her go through that while we were working together. And it's like, it, you know, it's not, it was business related too, because in her doing that, it's like she stepped into this whole new version of herself and she was doing live streams before she was just so afraid to get on video. Like actually one of the ways um, that she connected with me first was through a challenge I was running in my community and the requirement was that they had to do videos. I usually, I love to get people on video because um, that's a big fear of a lot of women because they don't, they don't want to be seen. They're afraid, you know, they don't want to be imperfect. And that was such a hang up for her. She's like, can I just send you the video privately? I'm afraid to even like, put this in the group. And, um, and yeah, by the time we were finished working, she was like doing live streams and now she like gets on stages and it's just so freaking cool to see that transition. Um, and one of the first exercises we ever did together was just, I was, and I do this a lot with my clients. I'll ask them just on the spot without them even anticipating I'm going to do this. I'll ask them to list like 20 things they love about themselves. And I will stay with them until they can think of 20 and it's uncomfortable it gets quiet. That's like the question no woman wants to answer, I think, is mm. <laughs> what are 20 things you love about yourself? And it's sad that it's that hard for us to, to answer that, you know? Mm. Um, but I've, you know, it's just mostly the, the, the main thing that I see women go through as they start to love themselves more is they give themselves permission to do what they really want to do. They give themselves permission to say, actually, I don't want that. And they start setting boundaries where, you know, in relationships, they've kind of let people run all over them or, you know, they thought they had to be, um, you know, I call it like saying goodbye to the nice girl or the good girl. We think we have to be good girls and we can't um, ever speak up for ourselves because then that would be rude or, you know, impolite or whatever. Um, but a lot of times that's just a way for us not to be who we really are. And we're kind of putting this like mask on. And so, um, yeah, it's just like saying, you know, actually there's nothing I have to prove. I can just show up in the way I want to show up in my business. I can show up in the way I want to show up in my relationships. Um, you know, the way you treat your body, it just all flows from there. And it's just, yeah, it's one of my favorite things about my work. You can probably tell cause I'm just like mm. ah, <laughs> talking, talking, so excited about it. Um, it's, I'm so passionate about it. You know, mm. I think every woman deserves to feel more worthy and when I think about worthiness, it's like women who want, you know, I work with women who they want to make money doing what they love. And a lot of times people really struggle with that. They think they have to choose either. I can be happy doing what I love and not make any money, or I can make a lot of money and, um, some other thing has to go wrong. Like my relationship has to not be good or my body has to, it's like people can't, they have a really hard time with everything feeling like it's good in their life. You know, one shoe has to drop or something. And so mm -hmm. a big part for me is realizing actually it doesn't, you know, you can have good things in many areas of your life and that's not selfish. There's something wrong with that. Um, you can still be, you can be grateful and still want more and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, that's a big piece of my message for sure. 
Mm, yeah, I totally love that. And I've definitely experienced that myself that um, like there was a time in my journey where I was just sabotaging so much. Um, whenever I had a big breakthrough in my business, then something else would go wrong or my partner would lose his job or we'd have to move or like you could tell you a lot of stories like that. And I think yeah. definitely the self-love uh, journey and just uh, I always like to say love is what heals us. And basically we're already healed, but that's what makes us realize that there is nothing mm -hmm. wrong and, and that we're already beautiful and perfect the way we are. I think that's definitely been very transformational on my journey as well. And still work in progress. I think it never ends. <laughs> it doesn't end. Um, and <laughs> yes. <laughs> so interesting what you said about, um, you know, those questions, like, what do you love about yourself? Like was 20 things you love about yourself that being so uncomfortable um, I totally agree <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Louise Hay you probably are oh, I love Louise Hay um, yes like she does or well she's not here with us anymore but um, she used to do a lot of mirror work with her clients and um, I have some of her books and kind of tried that myself and oh my god that was so uncomfortable like looking at yourself in the mirror and telling yourself, you know, I love you. It's like, it really hurts. Your work. Oh my gosh. The first time I ever did that, um, I burst into tears because I didn't even feel, it didn't feel true at all. Yeah, that's exactly. Like, and it was the most emotional thing. I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, I was just bawling and I just said it one time, like in, and I actually had a compact, like I couldn't even see myself in a full mirror yet. So I start, she actually said, start with a compact, start with a small mirror, you know? <laughs> and yeah, I'll never forget the first time I did that, how powerful it was. Um, and that was like during when I was going through depression. So yeah, it's powerful. Mm. It's so powerful. People think it's kind of hokey and kind of like, oh, self-love, but it's, it's deep work. Like this is not just like rainbows and butterflies. It's, it's challenging sometimes mm. to, to do that work for sure. Yeah. Talking about depression, I know, yeah, you share this quite often with your community as well. And I've struggled with depression as well. Um, many times in my life I'm doing pretty good right now, but I had, yeah, time not too long ago actually where I was really going through that as well and I was having a really hard time motivating myself doing anything in my business really and so I really admire you for this strength that you're showing us and that basically yeah you keep going even though you may not always feel your best so you already mentioned that self-love is one of the things that keeps you going um, but is there anything else that really motivates you and that inspires you to show up every single day like what is your big why that keeps you going hmm. you know in terms of like my purpose and my big why I used to think put a lot of stock in like what's my purpose and oh my gosh like I need to know what is the reason I'm here and the more I've gotten into like this work and also doing a lot of more of my um, intuitive, intuitive work, like connecting to my soul, I've realized that, you know, truly like our purpose is a lot more multidimensional than we realize it is. Mm -hmm. And also at the same time, it's a lot simpler than we think it is. So it's kind of like, what's cool is that no matter what we're doing, we are pursuing our purpose 
because it's kind of like our, our soul is just who we are. And like, in some, even if like I was a librarian right now, I would somehow be like still fulfilling my purpose. And I feel, I actually truly believe that like in some way there would be a piece of me that would still be fulfilling that. Um, in terms of my work and what keeps me going, I feel like, you know, like I just remember that there's someone like what keeps like in terms of like when I write something or when I get on live stream or anything, my goal is that I will help one person, like just one person. And if one person can feel like they have a bit of hope or they feel like they're enough or they feel like they're not alone, like that feels like a success to me in terms of me showing up. Um, there's definitely times where, and the thing is I have chronic depression. So I basically always have depression. I actually don't know what it's like at this point not to have it. Um, I do have major depression sometimes when you have like those periods where it's really hard. Um, but for the most part, it's kind of just this constant feeling that never stops. Um, and so, yeah, there's days where I don't want to get out of bed in the morning. Um, absolutely. I have those days and, you know, remembering that I don't have to be perfect to make a difference has been so huge for me because it used to be a big fear of mine um, that being a mindset coach and having depression myself thinking oh, I'm a fraud, you know, like, and I still have, when I'm having a major, you know, a major episode, I'm like, who am I to be doing this work? Oh my gosh. Like someone's going to find me out and they're going to say, she doesn't need to be doing this. She, she's, you know, not good enough. Um, but what I've also realized is that me having this depression is actually my greatest asset in a lot of ways because I'm an extremely sensitive and empathetic to other people. I get it. Like I know what it's like. And a lot mm. of people don't really understand depression. So a lot of my clients have actually either they're going through it or they have gone through it. And I'll never forget the time that I actually outed my, the first time I outed myself <laughs> for having depression. It was terrifying. I didn't want anyone to know. I was so afraid it was going to ruin my business. Like no one would want to work with me. Um, but actually the opposite happened. So that, that post at that time in my business was the most engagement I'd ever gotten. Um, so many people were sharing their stories and saying me too, me too. And, some of my clients were at the time were posting and they were like, I'm so glad you're my coach. I didn't know this about you, but that makes me feel so safe with you because you get it, you know? And it was the mm -hmm. complete opposite reaction than what I was expecting. And so, um, I think that's really huge is realizing that the things that we, again, the things that we think are such huge imperfections and that are, um, the reasons why someone wouldn't want to get to know us, you know, it's been such the opposite effect for me. Anytime I talk about something real, like I talked about loneliness a couple of weeks ago, maybe even less than a couple of weeks ago. And people were coming out of the woodwork saying, yes, me too. You know? And I think so many people are, it's almost like they're waiting for permission to feel the way they feel. And we're all like, and we're all human, you know? And you know, like what's personal is universal. You know, like we think that we're the only ones. We think that we're all alone and no one else could understand <laughs> But truthfully, we're not, there's always going to be some other, and probably a lot of people feeling the same way you do, even if their circumstances are different. So, um, I'm going going off on a tangent, but I just want to, I think it's really important for people to like connect with this and know that no matter what it is that you're dealing with, 
um, you know, it doesn't make you less of actually in some ways, I think in many ways makes you more. It's like, it's just a part of the constellation of makes what makes you who you are. So mm. you can turn anything into a strength. I truly believe that. And I've tried to turn my depression into a strength because it's with me. Like, I don't know if I'll ever get rid of it. You know, like I've had to make peace with that and might never not have depression and I have to somehow make that okay. You know, mm, that totally resonates. And I, I can totally, yeah, totally see that in my own journey as well. Like there was a time when I was really going through a lot of suffering and back then I felt kind of lost in that struggle, but now I can see how amazing it's been to like, <laughs> I think that's just kind of what happens when you decide to be a life coach or when you decide to help other people, it's kind of like you manifest it, you manifest those experiences because it helps you help other people. So I've really come to realize that. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's just part, it's just part of our power, right? Mm -hmm. Is, you know, using our experiences to, to help others. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it really adds purpose to the suffering. But yeah, ultimately also realizing at some point that I, I really love that quote by Eckhart Tolle. I don't know if you've ever heard it. Um, suffering is necessary until we realize it's unnecessary. <laughs> but Oh, uh, I love that. That's amazing. That just kind of popped into my head right now. But yeah, just looking back, I, I wouldn't be in this position today um, to help so many people if I hadn't been through so much in my life and and I hear that from a lot of my clients too that they really appreciate the fact that I understand what they're going through and in a way that a lot of people wouldn't be able to understand and I, I know the process of breaking free from that as well so so we're all almost getting to the end of this interview I know you have to uh, run pretty soon so I don't want to keep you any longer but before we end the conversation, I just wanted to ask you very quickly, um, if there's someone who's watching the video or listening to the podcast right now and who's interested in working with you privately, um, where can they get in touch with you and where can they find more information about your work? Awesome. So um, I have a Facebook community. It's called Get Out of Your Own Way Club. So I do want to mention that if you're looking for um, mindset trainings and support and a space where you can really learn maybe what's holding you back and maybe what might be creating some self-sabotage. Um, and if you're wanting to love yourself more, <laughs> um, that's a great community and a, a really beautiful space um, to connect. Um, in terms of reaching out to me for private work, you can email me. Um, my email is info at BrittanyWest.com or you can directly message me on Facebook um, and I'll message you back there. So, um, but absolutely would love to have you in the community. Would love to connect with each other. And know you. Um, I love to actually build relationships with people and, you know, and see what it is that you're going through. So even if you're not ready to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, don't be afraid to, to reach out. Absolutely mm. not. So. Okay, awesome. Yeah, thank you so much, Brittany, for being here with us today. It was such a pleasure to have you on this interview. And I apologize to everybody for all the noise today. Um, I kind of wanted to prevent that, but it just, yeah, that's when everything goes wrong when you want to be too perfect. So 
Uh, I apologize, and I hope it won't be too bad. I'll try to filter out as much as I can. But Perfectly imperfect. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of perfect in a way that it happened on this interview, I feel like. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That's so true. There's always a reason for everything. I totally believe that. And there's always a message in everything. Because our surroundings, everything we experience always reflects something back to us. So, yeah, that's so Absolutely. true. All right, I'm going to let you go now. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much, Anna. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Conscious Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating on iTunes. For more information about this and past episodes, and if you're interested in working with me privately, please visit www.annafrolic.com.